Good morning. It's a beautiful Sunday in the Old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored, all-volunteer-powered rock and roll radio station. On this week's show, we're going to speak with Audrey Sheary. She's the creator of the hot new Instagram page, Old Pueblo Curiosities. We're going to learn how this concept came to her in the midst of COVID and how she continues to support local businesses and nonprofits. Today is September 17th, 2023. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core. And we shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about, from A-Mountain to the University of Arizona, and all stops in between. You get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org. Also available on your iPhone or Android by using our very own Downtown Radio Tucson app. If you want to reach us on the show, Instagram and Facebook seems to be the best way to get a hold of us, but you can also email us or uh, head over to our website. There's a contact button there. And while on the website, you can check out past episodes, learn more about our book. And uh, if you are so inclined to listen to the podcast as you're out and about, check it out on Spotify, iTunes, all those cool little places there. Well, the uh, September, it's flying by, and something you might not want to miss uh, coming up here. It's uh, started back in May, but it's ending in September at the end of the month, and it's the University of Arizona's um, um, Museum of Art. They have something called the Vault Show, and it's running through the end of this month, and it's uh, an opportunity for uh, them to bring out things that they don't always have out. They've got... um, storage components back there and they just bring things out. They also showcase their permanent collections a little bit differently. Um, in this particular um, go, the uh, the staff uh, is, each one of them uh, is selecting pieces um, that uh, will be part of this display. So they're, they're looking for these different creativity uh, pieces, displaying them in ways that are a little bit unique uh, even if it's part of their permanent collection, you might see it a little bit differently. That's at the U- University of Arizona Museum of Art. You can check out their website for more details. And as always, we will link to that t- type of thing from our Facebook page. Well, the vault collection is a little bit of a curiosity to me. And uh, our guest today knows all about curiosities. Her name is Audrey Sheary. And I first inter- was introduced to her um, just randomly by seeing her on Instagram a couple of years ago as she was going out and talking to some of the same people that, um, that we were highlighting on the show. She was doing it with photos and videos through Instagram and just had a beautiful page. And then over the years, I've watched her and been uh, connected to her on a couple of occasions by different guests that, that said we should chat. And we finally had a chance to meet. Uh, her her uh, Instagram page is Old Pueblo Curiosities. And it's been running for about three years. So we sat down, went, uh, went down to the gallery, as a matter of fact, and sat down in the gallery studios, the Tucson Gallery Studios, and recorded an interview earlier this week. So we are with Old Pueblo Curiosities herself, Audrey Sheary. And I'm very excited about this. I've been trying to get Audrey on the show for, I don't know, over a year, I think, at this point. And she keeps saying, you're not big enough yet. You need more, you know, more followers. And uh, so my mom invited her friend. And now I doubled my followers. And uh, Audrey said, okay, I will come on. Audrey, welcome in. And I, thanks for having me. And that is not how it happened, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have been trying to get together for a while. I, mean, I, I saw 
I mean, how long have you been doing old public curiosities? Uh, for three years now. Okay. And I guess maybe there might be one or two people that don't know what it is. So can you kind of explain what you do? Absolutely. So Old Pueblo Curiosities is a Tucson exploration account showcasing local businesses and kind of the why behind them, um, reasons people should stop in and support them along with curiosities around Tucson. So having a general sense of curiosity questions and also the weird and fun and odd things you can find in town. So imagine life along the streetcar, but not constrained by the uh, artificial boundaries that I created. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and imagine it being much more visual because I think that's what really attracts me and others to it is it's on Instagram. And, you know, this is great. The podcast, I enjoy this, but you have videos and you're in these shops and, and just do really cool things to highlight them uh, visually. It's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> but you got in at a very interesting time. Three years ago, we were going through some kind of uh, health thing. I think it was a pandemic or something. Absolutely. So, you know, I think some people are starting to forget the sense of emotion we had in mid 2020, it was just a great reckoning of what is our purpose? Why are we here, you know, in the middle of a huge pandemic? And so at that time for me, I was a vice president of marketing at a business consultancy. I had a newborn and a three-year-old and I wasn't sleeping, you know, working around the clock. I was um, co-authoring a book that was about to come out in the business world and really just up at night thinking, why am I not happy? Why? What's next? What's my purpose? And around that time, I came across an, an incredible book called The Power of Meaning. The subtitle is Finding Fulfillment in a World Obsessed by Happiness by Emily Esfahani Smith, if you're interested. And basically what you can glean from that title is we're looking for the wrong thing. It's not about happiness. It's about finding meaning and purpose. And so this book kind of outlined some, some pillars for how you could do that. That brought me to how can I find meaning? So with a lot of introspection and a certain tarot card, I figured out, you know, maybe I can help tell stories, help explore my community, get out and build relationships and I would find more meaning. And I absolutely have. So it kind of started off. I had a little notepad. I would go out and ask questions and the more I did that intentionally and got really curious, the more curious I became and kind of just started building this account with stories and videos, um, hoping to help local businesses out at the time because, you know, mid pandemic, small businesses really questioned, mm -hmm. are we going to shut down? What can we do? And I have a special love for small business owners wearing all the hats. I understand what it's like to work in a small business. Um, and the marketing side's not easy. So mm -hmm. I thought, hey, I'll get out there and do some creative storytelling. I've worked in marketing for so long and here we are. <laughs> wow. So, and, and so you started in the midst of COVID. How, how did you find the response? Were people like willing to talk to you? Were they afraid to talk to you? Did you go and meet with them? Yeah, for the most part, they were willing. I would reach out beforehand and say, hey, just I'm starting this project. Can I come interview you and take some pictures? Mm -hmm. It was picture based at the time. And for the most part, I would say 99%, it was a yes. And I just came in and I started to learn so much about these businesses. Mm -hmm. I started at this, this shop that's closed now, but it was a little vegan chocolate shop out at Wilmot and Speedway. Um, and I just felt like I could help tell their story. Wow. And how many have you, do you know how many st like interviews you've done over the three years? A couple, at least a hundred. Okay. Yeah. I, t I joke about this, but there's truth behind it. When I started this show, there was so much I wanted to learn and calling some up and saying, Hey, I really love your project. Let's meet. They don't have time for that. Right. But you call up and say, Hey, I'm doing this marketing. I've got this radio show. I want to, I want to tell, help you tell your story, but I need to know more. 
and people are so willing and ready to give that information. And, and so I just, I mean, I just use this platform to, you know, for selfish reasons. <laughs> well, and the selfish side for me is I'm looking for meaning and purpose. The connections I've built have absolutely given me a purpose in life. Um, nothing on my account is paid or monetized. I, I really just want to help and that's mm -hmm. fulfilling to me, but I do find that the response is excellent and people are willing to let me come behind the scenes, which is really gratifying. Are you, are you a Tucson native? I'm not a Tucson native. I've been here since about 2011. I okay. did leave for the Peace Corps, but so solid 10 years plus now. Okay. So, and were you in exploration mode prior to this or were you just so focused on your career and your family? Yes, not at all. So I was grinding with the career and the kids okay. 24 hours a day and I would wonder about things like I'd see a, a pop-up of small businesses or just drive by places and wonder what was inside. And this was really the turning point to say, I've been driving, a, driving by this place for years, a decade now. I need to go in and see what's in there. Mm -hmm. And then I thought other people would like to see that too, mm -hmm. which they have. I mean, for example, there's a piano store around Broadway in Columbus that mm -hmm. I just look at the sign every day on my commute. And then finally I went in and said, Oh, wow. You can rent a piano for like $35 a month. How amazing. Wow. Yeah, I, I didn't, I've driven by there many times. I've never thought to go in because mm -hmm. I, I, I don't, I don't want a piano, but <laughs> someone might, someone might. And so you go, you get in there and you do, um, you start with pictures, but now in, in the, in the, the hashtag of the Instagram is uh, old Pueblo curiosities. Mm -hmm. The, I was just kind of doing some research last night and I've seen them bits and pieces, but I was kind of going through a lot of your recent videos. They're like, like professional quality. Like you're like really getting in there and, and giving them a marketing piece. I absolutely burn the midnight oil with this, but I love it. I love creativity and making things. So if I go in and chat with a business, I will give it my absolute best effort to make them look top tier. Like how much do you think you spend maybe on a, on a project? It's a labor of love. I would say, you know, for the bigger interview style ones, it could go upwards of 20 hours. I mean, with the prep and going out to talk wow. and film and then process the video. And wow, that is tremendous. That is tremendous. And that is so, because I've seen it's not just you showcasing a business. In some case, it is you like you had Chris Carlone with mm -hmm. a tale of two houses, which uh, he was on our show. Um, a month or so ago. And then I saw your interview with him and that was fun. Cause you, you, you got to see him and you got to interact with him and it was really, it was casual, but professional at the same time. It was fun. Yeah. And you know, most of the time I'm dodging to talk with someone between work and daycare in my 20 minutes, just running in and out. So the chat with Chris was actually really quick and we just stopped at the house. It was probably under an hour. I ran out here, ran back to, to help my husband with the kids and the rest is at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, it's a fabulous project and I'm, I'm excited to, to have you on because we, we share so many similar interests. I think we have the same desire to highlight Tucson and, and it makes us feel good. And I, I definitely, definitely get that feeling. And I, I appreciate that, that you're doing it all over Tucson and it's not limited to like a, a shop or a business. It's arts, it's culture. You're, you're hitting everything. Absolutely. So I started this account so intentionally. I didn't participate on social media previously because it just felt unnatural. And so coming into this, being on social media, I always wanted to do something um, somewhat giving back or just using my power wisely was something that I aimed to do. Mm -hmm. And so I love to showcase 
fantastic, hardworking people, nonprofits, great causes, and kind of tips and tricks for helping people and helping with life in Tucson. Helping with life in Tucson. We'll be back to that second half of the interview with Audrey Sheary of Old Pueblo Curiosities in just a moment. But first, I want to remind you that you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. We're on Downtown Radio 99.1 FM. We're streaming on downtownradio.org. Also uh, available on your iPhone or Android. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. BK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. We are back to finish up our interview with Audrey Sheary. We recorded it a few days ago at the Tucson Gallery Studios. And I'm going to dive a little bit more deeply into her motivations and uh, kind of how things have been going. I, I think it gives a nice variety and a clear understanding of what Tucson, the fabric of Tucson. Because I, I do think if you're new here um, or if you're thinking about Tucson, you get maybe a sense of who we are. Mm-hmm. And like every other city, there's a different a, a different uh, reality when you actually get in there. But but Old Public Curiosities, I, I think because of the visual per, uh, component, really helps people get more deeply into that community. So congratulations on that, too. Thank you. Yeah, I think we absolutely have it all here. And I almost feel like kind of a backup visual Um, support for things like this is Tucson Mm -hmm. or, you know, the news because they'll do a story on a small business and then two years go by and people kind of forget about it, but it's just another, Hey, hello, I'm here. Mm -hmm. Kind of visual plug. You mentioned your husband and your kids. So Mm -hmm. there's gotta be a support factor here. I mean, you, there's gotta be a lot of time. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they're, they're supportive of you in this, at least to some degree. Absolutely. I appreciate my husband all the times I can just jump out of the house for 30 minutes and go talk to someone. I also do tend to bring a child along just so it's a little more balanced. (laughs) So probably 75% of the videos you see, they're not as good as they could be because I'm holding my three-year-old on my hip and just taking really tiny clips here and there. (laughs) Well, that's all right. He'll be four soon. Maybe he can start, uh, uh, maybe they, they can become the camera person Absolutely. for you. Absolutely, the production assistant. Yeah, that's... We'll uh, try. At, at, at five, I think they're they're officially uh, uh, computer and technology savvy, so <laughs> you should be good with that. So uh, you talked about your piano store and your mm-hmm. first one, your, your vegan, um, mm-hmm. the chocolatier. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some others? Uh, I always hate this question, so yeah. I'm going to ask you, but okay. wh- which ones stand out for you? Which ones stand out... So many. I think as I scroll back over the three years, there's something special Mm -hmm. about each one. Um, Someone I like to talk about a lot is Zach with High Desert Sauce Co. Because he was somebody, one of the first people who invited me in to kind of see the behind the scenes process and make me feel like I was really doing something. Um, So he invited me in to see his sauce making process. And he's he's definitely blown up. His sauce has been on Hot Ones and... Was it, did he business. blow up after being on Old Public Curiosity? Oh, it's because said, of me. I, I, I absolutely I, I, give myself credit. No, <laughs> that's what that's what I figured. The uh, you know, a little sleepy little company, and then they they hit your airways. No, he he was getting momentum. <laughs> How about one? Because reflection is very important, mm-hmm. and and you do a hundred interviews, and not that they're not all wonderful, but right. some you 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 forget. 
mm-hmm. you've done these? I mm-hmm. mean, have you gone back and just been, oh my gosh, I forgot about this one and, and how fun that was? Something that stands out to me about the ones I've done is just how many nonprofits we have. And you may not realize that these businesses or cultural centers are nonprofits. And so one time I did a post just saying, hey, did you know these are nonprofits? And something that many people don't realize is the gift shops that are nonprofits that you can buy things and support their mission. So some of my favorites of those that I remember um, that may be new to people are things like the Southern Arizona Animal Food Bank at Wilmot and Speedway. You buy there and you support owners being able to keep their animals and being able, able to feed them if they need support. There's the Teal Saguaro run by TMC volunteers and all of the profits from that gift shop go back to TMC initiatives. Uh, the Tucson Autobahn Society has a gift shop. A lot of people don't realize. So you can go buy something and support the birds. I love all those. And I didn't know about any of those. So that's, there you go. That's phenomenal. <laughs> How do you get your stories? Do you, is it just, do you, do people recommend things to you or are you just driving around like, Oh, there's a piano store. I'm going to go in all of the above. So at this point I do have people reaching out to point things out. Sometimes I'll just zoom in on the map in the area of town where I'm parked and say, wait, what is that? And then I'll go uh, check it out. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And you started with uh, old public curiosities three years ago and you've gotten a pretty strong following. Like I, what was the last count I saw on Instagram? It was like five or 6,000. It's over 5,000. Not the numbers matter. Um, I think that really it's just whoever wants to follow me along for this journey. I'm exploring, I'm finding meaning and purpose and finding some really neat stuff in our town. Well, it wasn't just the numbers of followers. It was the reactions to the videos, the comments, like, that's so cool. I didn't know this existed. Thanks for sharing. And you really are doing exactly what you intended to do and highlighting these, uh, what we call hidden gems around Tucson that maybe a a group of Tucsonans know all about this and and support it and love it. And they Mm -hmm. can't believe everyone else doesn't. But the majority of Tucson doesn't know about the majority of the things that we're all talking about. I do feel like the more I can build this platform, the the more good I can do. That's one one way I'm looking at it. Um, Something that is important for me to instill in my kids and the people I interact with is cross-cultural understanding and awareness. So having been a Peace Corps volunteer, I understand how important it is to know your neighbors, build empathy and awareness around their culture. And so as I build this following, I would love to highlight things that people may not necessarily come across on social media. It's an echo chamber. Mm -hmm. It's very divisive right now. Um, But if you look at my social media, you'll find things like, you know, different tiny little groceries that have things from other cultures that you might never have found out about. So I encourage folks to go in any kind of grocery they come across. There's a new one called Kabul Market, which is Afghan food and restaurant. Um, There's Pamilihan Pinoy Asian that's new on 22nd Street. Kimpo, all the other ones, Nur Market, Albasha, Babylon, India Dukan. Uh, just go in there and explore. It'll it'll help you build understanding, awareness, empathy. And also it's fun to try new things and new mm-hmm. foods. So if, if I get on my soapbox, that's one thing I would say. If you're hearing this, please go out and try a new grocery store. Nice, nice. And I, the, the, all the connections that come from that, again, I, I think we kind of gloss over and say, oh, that's not, I don't need anything from that mm-hmm. store versus making it an experience in which you're going to go and, and sort of immerse yourself temporarily or briefly into that culture. I think that's right. a great a great idea. And so you're on Instagram. Are you on any other platforms? Um, I'm not, you know, I, I think Instagram is on a slow decline. I think it's 
really heading south. And I had a blog for a while. I, I really don't want to be on TikTok, but we'll see. We'll see where this takes me next. I've, I'm so grateful for having found some purpose here that I think I've solidified a direction as a creative storyteller in town. And I know how I want to help our community and, mm-hmm. and build relationships. I don't really know if Instagram, you know, kicks the bucket. We'll see. Wow. I did not know. I just, the breaking news, Instagram is on the decline, people. You've heard it it here first. Well, and for a lot of small businesses, it is a rough patch because they took away something called recent hashtags. So you, it's harder to connect with small businesses in your area and Mm. keep up with current events because they've wiped out that feature. Okay. Uh, Being so um, inexperienced with Instagram, (laughs) I never had that feature. So until now I didn't feel sad about losing it, but I, I do. Anything that uh, we didn't cover that you thought we should have? Yeah. You know, I think clearly there are people who are not lost on their quest for meaning and purpose, but if, if there's someone who is lonely, you know, the pandemic and just closing everything down, there was a huge loneliness epidemic as we grapple with how to use social media and how to make real human connections. It is tough. Um, But if you're someone struggling with that, I do have a list of clubs that I put out because there's a club for that is mm-hmm. what it's called. And I do feel like everyone can stake a claim and say, I belong here. There's a club for me. There's a group and get connected in our community. And so there are some really neat finds for clubs in Tucson. There's everything. Just for example, there's a juggling group, recorder society, a letter writing society called Arizona Correspondence Society. Tucson Women Shredders is a mountain biking group. Um, the Miniature Society, Model Builders, Beekeepers Association. It goes on and on. I'm endlessly fascinated by this. Um, But I would love to feel like somewhat of a matchmaker with this. So if you need your group of humans to interact with, connect with, feel less lonely, check out that list. Um, There's, there's a, where's the list? Well, there's, I'm thinking of putting out one main list, but right now scroll back and there's about seven lists of clubs to jo- to look at on Instagram, on my Instagram. Yeah. Okay. So you gotta, you gotta do a little homework and scroll back a little bit, yeah. but you'll have fun doing it. Cause you're going to see all these that's cool right. stories that uh, you wouldn't have otherwise seen. So I think that's a great idea. Well, I appreciate what you're doing in the community. I'm happy that you have found purpose and I'm uh, thankful that we finally got a chance to talk about it. Thanks very much for having me. Audrey Sheary of Old Pueblo Curiosities. Uh, super fun energy. Uh, I can only, um, can only imagine how, how interesting her interviews are. are. She's got uh, one of her, her kids in tow there and um, doing the recording and everything else while she's out and about trying to promote small businesses. And I know she says it's not monetized, so it's really a labor of love. And as someone that uh, you know, appreciates Tucson and is really coming to terms with how amazing this city really is. I'm so appreciative of the things that she covers and uh, I love checking out her page. It's Old Pueblo Curiosities on Instagram. And you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. We're on Downtown Radio 99.1 FM and we're always streaming on downtownradio.org. Support for Downtown Radio is provided by the Tucson Gallery. Located in downtown Tucson inside of the proper shops at 300 East Congress Street, the Tucson Gallery offers original work, reproductions and merchandise from Tucson artists like Joe Padgett, Jessica Gonzalez, Ignacio Garcia, and many more. For information about all the artists, including when they will be live at the gallery, head to the TucsonGallery.com or find them on Instagram and Facebook as Tucson Gallery.
Well, we are coming to a rapid close here to episode number 265. And again, thank you to Audrey Shiri. I hope you get a chance to check out her Instagram page, Old Pueblo Curiosities. Uh, she takes what you know we do here and this show with Lifelong Streetcar, she expands that all over Tucson. And there is something really nice about the visual and audio uh, uh, or the video components that, that she puts together. Um, I know she said she spends you know, upwards of 20 hours on, a, on one segment. And I think when you see the quality of her videos, you'll, you'll know why. Speaking of quality, how about this guy named Joe Padgett? He is a muralist that's all over Tucson. Just finished a project at the YMCA. You might have seen it on the cover of uh, the Daily Star a few weeks ago. And in honor of that, we thought for next week's show, we would air an interview we did with him. Uh, it was actually done as part of Meet the Artist, which is a podcast I do through the Tucson Gallery. And it was recorded uh, probably earlier in the year. Uh, but it's, it's, it's about his history and uh, kind of his influence, how, how he got started and all that good stuff. So it, it's very relevant. It's, it's not been aired yet on Life Along the Streetcar. So we thought we would share that with this audience because uh, it's a very good story. So that's coming up next week. Uh, that'll be September 24th. And if you're thinking there's an episode we should be covering, something out there in the world that uh, you know about, that you think other people should, what we call a hidden gem, well, tell us. And best way to do that is uh, Instagram and Facebook. If uh, you are so inclined to do the old-fashioned email, you can contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. Our website has a contact button on there as well. And uh, speaking of websites, we kind of making all these segues. These segues are really good today. Uh, speaking of websites, have you checked out Downtown Radio recently? It's got the uh, full lineup of all of the really cool shows that are happening and the fabulous volunteer DJs. And I bring this up periodically because I just want to remind you, if you listen to Downtown Radio, you're cool uh, and you are um, probably impressed with the quality of sh- programming and there isn't a single person that, that gets paid. It's, uh, it's volunteer run. The board is volunteer. The, the, what we would call a staff, the people that keep things running are volunteer. Uh, you know, Paleo Dave does a show every day uh, for the morning drive there from 7 to 9 as a volunteer. And you just heard uh, Brother Mock talking about Radio Club Crawl. He does a few different shows. Um, but it's, it's high quality and it's community driven. So we do need a little help. So on our website, as you're checking out all these cool programs and, and looking for uh, new music to fill your ears with, uh, there's a donate button. We invite you to click that button and uh, complete the following steps once you've clicked it. Uh, you know, we like those donations. It helps keep things running here on Downtown Radio. Uh, and it does go to programming. It makes the station better, makes the quality better because there is no staff to pay. Um, so click that button. And if you are even feeling a little more generous, do the uh, ongoing monthly donations. All of a sudden, we give the team something to budget with. Oh, watch out. Watch out. Anyway, it's good stuff, and I hope you, uh, you, you do get a chance to find some new music. Make it a point to go on there and find a show you haven't listened to. Well, as we wrap up today, I uh, always like to thank Ryan Hood. They give us the use of their song, Dillinger Days, to launch our show, and we've been doing that for six years with them. And uh, in honor of uh, our host, our guest today, who is the host of her own 
program with Old Pueblo Curiosities. We're going to leave you with a band called Little Champion. It's from an album with the same name as the song, and the song's called Curiosity. I hope you have a great weekend. Tune in next Sunday for more life along the streetcar. When I was a kid, I used to not be afraid to pick up strange things on the street. When I was a kid, I used to not be afraid to touch weird things on the beach. And I never got bit, hardly ever got stung, so I